0: podcasts from the cat voices and sounds from crew and nantwich
1: hopefully if technology hasn't failed failed me we should have a penny on the phone are you there penny i am on the line hello caller (laughs) (laughs) hello caller how are you this morning are you okay i'm
0: really well yeah you know i'm so pleased i can just sleep through anything because last night was a a real hoolie wasn't
1: it oh you're so lucky i I, i'm you see i'm a really light sleeper so i'm so jealous of you people that can just sleep like a log
0: (laughs) put a brass band under my bed and i wouldn't notice it's a bit worrying sometimes i wonder what might have happened to me in the night and then come back come back to life in the morning it's nice though i tell you what though i don't feel any more refreshed than you might i have to say i don't know why at the moment waking up quite groggy maybe i need to do a bit more yoga a few more mantras Tune in with you, Meg, on a Thursday.
1: Oh well, that would be lovely. It'd be a pleasure to have you listening in. <laughs> that would be good. I'll try and uh, I'll try and uh, boost your morale and boost your positivity levels for the day. Anyway,
0: brilliant. I'll jump out of bed. Marvelous,
1: marvelous. I'm not I'm not on too early. I only start at eleven. So, well, I don't personally. I've been up since five o'clock. I'm not going to lie, but never mind. It's all part of the fun. So Penny, I'm sure that you have probably had a really, really busy week um, inspiring lots of women and men but we're focusing on the girls this week bit of girl power um, and how did you celebrate International Women's Day?
0: Well, it varies some years I'm really out and about busy going to different events maybe attending um, speaking events as a speaker because I'm a motivational professional speaker so I do it for a living Amazing. and I, my content the stuff I talk about which is raising your profile, or as I call it, make yourself a little bit famous, (laughs) is really, really useful for women at work, or when they run their own businesses, or in life in general, if they're in public life, if they're in politics or anything. It's just really good to be able to confidently stand out a little bit more in the crowd. And I think often we get a bit lambasted for that as women. We get told off, we get trolled, we're worried that we're going to stick our heads above the parapet and get shot at. But, um, you know, I think once you know how to do it well, you can do that. And for the grist, it's all grist for the mill for women in general to be more role models. So I talk about that. So some years I'm out and about doing that, going to live events in Manchester or locations in Cheshire or anywhere, you know, anywhere that will, will pay me a bit of money and I'll go and speak. It's fabulous. Um, this year, however, is entirely different, just in on the, on the screen, on the yeah. Zoom call. Virtual, virtual, uh, virtual. <laughs> all virtual, which actually I'm loving. I really am. So... My past is uh, working on TV uh, as one of the business presenters on BBC Breakfast yeah. and the news channel, um, the rolling news channel, popping up every hour with the, the markets board, Go the footsies up, the footsies down. Don't really care. Never mind. The footsies up, footsies <laughs> down. We pretend like we do. <laughs> like we do sometimes, yes. Fascinating. Um, so, I love it. I uh, love so... The lockdown has pushed me back onto a camera, basically, to deliver interesting, useful content through the the camera lens. And that has been a joy for me. And I think I'm probably the only person in the whole world who's (laughs) actually enjoyed lockdown through the Zoom lens. (laughs) Um, And, you know, being able to use those skills that I had to communicate well on telly, basically, because you're on telly when you're working and talking. On the Zoom. I keep calling it the Zoom. I just the, of- <laughs> <laughs> the Zoom. <laughs> like the internet, you know, the
1: internet. Oh, I love it. I love it. But it's really nice that, you know, your experience of being on the TV hasn't then sort of, um, you know, it's it's inspired you to obviously be a bit more confident in being on Zoom. Because a lot of people, you know, they're, they're used to working at their desks or they used to going into the green room for a meeting and just, you know, very normal stuff that we've been used to. And the screen can be quite... Um, um, frightening for some people, can't it's it? It's daunting. Very, it it very can daunting. be
0: horrendous. There's so many things going on when you're operating through a camera lens like this. I mean, in this circumstance, you've got no audience, really. And a lot of the times when you're in meetings, people either have their videos turned off so you can't tell reaction, or they you can see the top of their head because they're making notes or they're looking a bit bored. You can't really... <laughs> or they're typing, you know, they're not like yeah. doing an email that's come in. And so it's like a group of people, like, Just not paying attention to you. And then, other times, if you're speaking at bigger events, it might be that the organizer has decided to switch everyone's cameras off, or you're just presenting a webinar, for example, Mm -hmm. where you absolutely can't see or hear anyone. It might be that you're doing that for an hour, and the feeling, the sensation, is dreadful because you're thinking, is anyone listening? Yeah. Is anyone paying attention? Is what I'm saying interesting? You can't read the room no. and you can't even read the Zoom because you can't see anyone or hear anyone. Exactly. So it's, it is a broadcaster's trick to be able to keep smiling, keep smiling, push through, know that your stuff is good and you've really got to dig deep on the confidence levels. Um, I've heard of people, and I do this myself sometimes, I'm talking and then look, a voice in my head just goes, I um, don't think that's very interesting. Uh, and you're going on a bit. Uh, no, so, I know that feeling so badly as well. It, it, it's not being kind to yourself, I think, ultimately. Um, asking someone to give you feedback, perhaps, before you start. Just pr- prepping them to give you feedback at some point. Yeah. Maybe just a bit of reassurance. That's all you might need, is reassurance that you've done an okay job uh, when you're presenting or even in a meeting. But it has been a very, very difficult year for a lot of people.
1: I think it's... One trick I have... Oh, sorry, go
0: on. <laughs> just one trick or one little thing i found on Zoom recently is that you can actually hide the view of yourself. It's in one of the little dots, drop-down menu, hide self-view. When you take that off, suddenly you're not so bothered about what you look like. You're yes. not kind of wondering about your double chins and your hair sticking up at the back and... Or your big hair, because no one's had a haircut for months, have <laughs> yeah, they?
1: exactly. i <laughs> Boris, bless him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he never had a good haircut, yeah, That's us it. always looked like it had been cut with a knife and a fork, hasn't it? <laughs> cut with <laughs> a, <laughs> and a knife, knife and a, and a, and a and fork. Roughly.
1: I love it, I love it. But I think as well, like um, this has definitely been a time where we need to yes it's fantastic to be your you know your biggest critique um because i think that you know strives us on to do greater and better but also it's the time to be your biggest fan isn't it it's finding that happy Mm. balance of of both together um so yeah it has been it's been a difficult time but it's so lovely that you're um being able to you know work from home and um obviously get people to feel better about themselves um and to believe in themselves and it's it's been you know it's really really lovely that you're able to do that and from the comfort of your own home so even better
0: it really is lovely actually although a little boring i I just crave holding a menu and somebody asking me what i'd like to eat i'm like oh but anyway what would you like to eat penny what would you like to eat (laughs) oh thanks Meg. that's much better um aside from the monotony monotony and the challenges to our health and you know, the grief that a lot of people will have experienced or are experiencing over the year. Yeah. The pandemic, I think, has been a huge lesson or a teacher um, for a lot of us in the way that we operate our lives um, and how we go about our business. I was looking back at my diary over the last calendar, not diary, it's not like I'd read my <laughs> my memoirs, my calendar. <laughs> over the last few years, uh, I was just looking for an event that I'd spoken at, to be honest, I was just sifting through. And I was on trains, planes, buses, you know, driving here, there, and everywhere, and going for meetings in London from, you know, where I live in Warrington in Cheshire, uh, just for the day, back again, I was tired of looking at it, Um, and the last year has taught me a lot about my adrenaline and my ability to take care of myself, and if, you know, if we're going to leave anything for women this week, I really want to challenge them to take more care of themselves. That's something that we hear about a lot. We're the last person to go to the GPs when there's a problem, isn't there? Aren't we? You know, it's like everyone else gets sorted out. Um, So if you can put yourself first, not in a selfish way, but in a way that sorts you out and cares for you. Well, we can't care for others if
1: we're not cared for Mm -hmm. ourselves, can we? I think that's, you know, always the case. You've got to look after after number one so you can look after everybody Mm -hmm. else after. Because if we're not right, then nobody else can be, can they? Yeah.
0: Of course, that comes with a lot of guilt for women. I think Mm -hmm. Um, I've managed to teach myself out of very early age learning about if you if you're sitting down, you must be lazy. You know, why are you still in bed? You must be lazy. So get up. It's Mm -hmm. that guilt attached to always bustling around and doing things. Um, You know, sort of unable to relax. I think the chaps have it really good here. I'm not saying they've had it easy, but (laughs) they know how to relax. My husband, if he's tired. Or slightly jaded by stuff, he'll just go and sit down for half an hour in the lounge, put his feet up, or go for a nap. And he doesn't do it with any sort of guilt. He doesn't ask permission. He doesn't. He just does it because he needs it. And I think that's a really good leaf out of his book I could take, actually. Definitely. He he knows what's when you're a bit tired. Yeah.
1: No, definitely. We should definitely take a leaf out of that book. <laughs> but we are, aren't we? We're slightly crazy, rushing around all the time and um, mm. one thing or another. Yeah, it takes up a lot of time. But then, you know, if we're, uh, if we're feeling shattered, then we're actually not going to be productive in anything that we do for the rest of the day, are we?
0: No, no. And I've been reading a lot about how to um, be successful or be productive or have a good business while not absolutely killing yourself in the process by getting burnout exhaustion you know crazy in the head over feeling spread too thin um, but I've only had ironically time to do that reflection over the last year mm. the previous I was just dashing around too much so that's what I mean when I say and um, this time I think in lockdown has been a good teacher even though it's been a painful one we've had to endure a lot Yes, um, I think course. that hopefully we'll have some lessons learned that we can bring into life in the future when things get back to abnormal.
1: <laughs> the new normal. I think it's been an undercover blessing, hasn't it? <laughs> an
0: undercover blessing, yes. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I'm sure if, I'm sure if my uh, lockdown, your lockdown had been harder, you know, in terms of family members, unwell, in hospital, you know, death, um, yeah things might have been different you know you'd have a different slant on it i'm of sure course, but yeah. for the majority of people it's just been mundane learning about yourself hopefully hopefully
1: reinventing
0: <laughs> mm, that's what i'm hoping yeah. for
1: and you've written an amazing book of course called make yourself a little bit famous um inspiring uh-huh. lots and lots of people including myself so thank you for that one um but what mm. inspired you to write this
0: um well There are many reasons why you might write a book and years ago I remember standing at the bus stop and I worked at the BBC as a junior researcher. I was really junior and I was working on a TV programme called Working Lunch uh, which was a business and personal finance programme every Mm. lunchtime which kind of fell onto air but it was well loved by students up and down the country, I know that, and older people as well, retired people. and I remember standing at the bus stop in Acton on the high street, waiting for the bus to take me to television center down the road. <laughs> and I was sort of staring into space. And I thought, you know what? I have to write a book. If I haven't written a book by the time I'm a grandparent, I'm going to be really hacked off with myself. <laughs> yes. So what am I going to do? And I kind of stored that dream away. And it would never seem like something I would ever do. It was a ridiculous idea. You know, who am I to write a book? What would I write a book about? Um, I'm very driven, uh, drawn towards uh, business books and self development and professional development books rather than novels. Um, So it kind of was an obvious situation for me to write something, but it was after I left the Beeb, after I set up in business on my own to help people communicate with confidence and raise their profile, that all of the teaching that I've been sharing with people about how to do a really good job on TV and radio, how to communicate when you stood on a stage, you know, and you've got 45 minutes to fill and impress people and have a call with them and engage the audience and how to take part in a panel discussion, because they're they're a really good way to raise your profile as well. It wasn't until I'd been teaching those things for years that I then thought, well, if I put them in a book, more people can access what is sometimes quite expensive training, Mm -hmm. like media training, often costs a lot of money for big businesses and high flyers or top top people in the top team. Of course, yeah. I wanted to share it with everyone. I wanted to share it with business owners, entrepreneurs, um, MDs of of small and medium-sized businesses as well, or people who might be getting out there. I wanted to share it with women who could go on panels more and be good representatives and role models for others. And that's when I decided, right, I can put all of this training into a handbook with a bit of inspirational chit-chat at the beginning and also some funny stories because I, I have lots of funny stories about <laughs> me and my life, quite self-deprecating. I have to say, good northern, <laughs> good northwest deprecation there, Definitely, self-deprecation. Definitely, got to love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I wanted to share those stories as well and just be a bit more human. Uh, and so I mm. wrote the book in three months. Yeah. I spent every Saturday and Sunday working from bed, um, I said to the family, I'm just going to get my laptop up as, open as soon as I wake up, start typing. I'd do three, four, five thousand words a day. Then I would call it a day. Very Amazing. proud of myself. Yeah, that is. And it came, kind of flew out my fingers actually. So the inspiration was to help others basically to be more confident and communicate better.
1: Well, you are obviously an absolute natural at it. And that's a really nice quality to have that, you know, that you're, you know, being able to help others um, with their lives and with their career. And um, because of the experience that you've had within your own. And they do say Sharon's caring. Mm -hmm. So that's always good.
0: It is sharing is caring. It's sometimes quite wearing yes. if you're having to share things you don't want to, but when you want to, it's like chocolate, cool, definitely, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like oh, oh, chips. If you order oh, chips? Don't touch ch- my chips.
1: Get off my chips. That would be exactly. is that your first order when someone says, "What would you like to order?" It's going to be something with chips.
0: Uh, yeah, salad and chips. I like to have a uh, chips, but offset it with the salad. Oh, you are good. You are good, Very I it's just. My go.
1: favourite holiday dinner. I think i will just salad go for the and steak. Chips. Salad and chips. <laughs> Roll on the holiday. I can't wait for a holiday. Where do you think you'll be going? Anywhere nice?
0: Um, I'm. We have, everything, we have everything crossed to go to Abersock at Easter, the oh, second week of Easter holiday. Abersock is lovely, um, isn't it? I love North Wales. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world for me. It's so remote. It's almost 30 years behind everywhere else. Isn't it just um and yes okay some people call it manchester by the sea or cheshire (laughs) cheshire by the sea sea. (laughs) who cares it's gorgeous i think abbasock's great the north of the Glen peninsula is also amazing we saw some seals last time we were there oh lovely um, beautiful water just great why not and so everything crossed for that definitely not a caravan just a little villa place little (laughs) villa god who am i um cottage so yeah that
1: sounds perfect well, I'm hoping you have a lovely time and hopefully um, things all get back to this uh, new normal, though, very, very, very soon. Um, so lastly, just whilst I've still got you on, um, what tips do you have for um, our listeners just to encourage them to be the best that they can be? Um, and, and how do we do it? How, how can we do that?
0: Gosh, I mean, there's a whole load of stuff out there, isn't there, about being the best you can be and rah-rah, get up early, do yoga, then answer your emails, and then go for a power coffee. (laughs) And and I've tried all that, and it's exhausting. It is, isn't it? So (laughs) I think, first of all, you can only be your best self when you know yourself well Mm -hmm. enough to accept that. There are times in the day, the week, the month, the year when you're not going to feel it you need to look after yourself more and that's how you can be the best you can be there's no striving for goals um if you don't have any uh, big ones you know to strive for it's all very uh, macho that I just think you can be your best self you can understand yourself better when you give yourself time to do that so it's quite a small one really it's no just it's look a after lovely yourself, one tune in a little bit more um and take a leaf out of other people's books I mean I am surrounded by wonderful, gorgeous women in the speaking in the speaker's world. I'm the president of the Northwest Professional Speaking Association. We, we meet in uh, Lim, near Warrington, yeah. every month, or we used to. We now meet on Zoom. <laughs> uh, we always welcome new faces and people to come along. But the speakers, the women there, are just wonderful. We all learn from each other, and mm. the men as well, of course, but it is yeah. International Women's Day week, <laughs> exactly. so why not? But learning from them and asking them about how they operate, you learn so much, don't you, from other yeah, people. Like my husband having a nap in the afternoon, really important for him. Yeah. It doesn't make him less successful. It just makes him happier. And I think that, that confidence and that happiness is success. That is being the best. Right. It doesn't matter how you, who you are or where you live or what you do. If you can achieve that, I think that is marvelous. That is being the best you can be.
1: Penny. That is absolutely perfect advice. And um, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, welcome, <laughs> It's been lovely. Um, and of course, I'll make sure that we um, pop your book, um, make yourself a little bit famous onto our website. It is a truly fabulous book. Um, and um, I will also tag you on my Instagram page moments with Meg. Thank you so much, Penny. Have a fabulous day. Thanks, Meg. Cheers. Bye. 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 Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts Some more ways to listen.